0: doesn't matter how you feel. You are not alone. Our Heavenly Father is right there watching over us no matter what we're going through.
1: Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them bobby at onthebrightside.org are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity endorsement and web and social media inclusion. Call today 847-312-8197 that's 847-312-8197 or bobby at onthebrightside.org now get ready for On the Bright Side with bobby I want to encourage
0: some people today, some people that I know are facing some of the greatest challenges in their life right now, and I want to be one of the people who tells you that no matter what you're going through, and no matter how difficult the road ahead looks, and how lonely a path that it seems, you are not Alone. You know, one of the reasons that we love to come to church is because it's easy to feel God's presence here. It's a very natural thing to worship and praise God together in a unified voice. But I want to ask you what happens when you are out there in the world, caught up in the rat race and isolated from your Christian family? What happens when you don't feel God's presence and I know that most of us have had many personal experiences where God reveals himself to us when we're out there but I'm talking about those times when it sure doesn't feel like he's around well the first thing I want to do is remind you that our commitment to Christ isn't based on our feelings it's based on our faith We love it when we feel God's presence, but it's important to understand that God is with us whether we feel like it or not. We're assured of this promise a number of times in his word. The Lord said, be sure this, I am with you always, always until the end of of the age. I love to tell this story. It's said that the Cherokee Indians had a rite of passage for their young boys that They had to pass before they became a man, and the father of the boy would take him into the forest and blindfold him and then leave him alone in the dark all night. The boy is required to sit on a stump the whole night and not remove the blindfold until the morning sun shone through. He cannot cry out for help to anyone. He knows that if he survives the night, he will then be a man. The boy can hear all the noises of the forest. He knows wild animals must be all around him. He gets tired. He gets cold. And when the winds blow and the cougar screams in the distance, he's terrified. Finally, after the horrifying endless night, the sun appears and he removes the blindfold. And that's when he realizes his father had been sitting on a few feet away. His father had been at watch the entire night. Protecting his son from harm. It doesn't matter how you feel. You are not alone. Our heavenly father is right there. Watching over us no matter what we're going through. He sent his son Jesus to walk beside us. Right here. Reachable. Approachable able to confide in and lead us through any situation. So it's our faith, not our feelings that we have to trust. And our faith is based on and built on the truth of his word because we have experienced his presence. Our faith isn't blind. We've seen his word carried out in our lives and in the lives of others. And our faith gets stronger as we are witnesses to these facts we've seen miracles we've seen supernatural intervention in impossible situations our faith is just as real as the predicament that we find ourselves in but listen to this because of our faith we will rise above it or he will take us through it whatever it is that you're going through today i want you to know that you are not alone your father is sitting right behind you. The Lord will walk beside you. And your faith will give you the assurance the apostle Paul talks about when he said, who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble? Our hardship, our persecution, our famine, our nakedness, our danger, our sword. He goes on to say, no. In all these things, we are what? What? We are more than conquerors through him who loves us. Will you turn to the person next to you and say, you are not alone in Jesus' name. You are not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. God is with you. He's there. You are not alone.
1: God had a purpose for Jacob, the son of Isaac. God also has a purpose and a destiny for you. Stay tuned to hear how God made physical contact with Jacob to see what he was made of. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. And now back to On the Bright Side, as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. A woman went to the doctor and was seen by a new young
0: doctor. And after about four minutes, she burst out of the examining room and ran screaming down the hall. An older doctor stopped her and asked her what the problem was. And she explained. So the older doctor had her sit down and relax before he marched back to confront the young doctor. What's the matter with you, he demanded. Mrs. Terry is 63 years old with four, chi- four grown children and seven grandchildren, and you told her she was pregnant? The young doctor never looked up from his clipboard and asked, does she still have the hiccups? <laughs> Thanks. All right, well, you try finding some. (laughs) Well, this week, I've been inspired by my wife, who is in the middle of a Bible study about the patriarchs of the Old Testament. And she was fascinated with the story of Jacob, and she was telling me about it. So I listened to her, and I began to read the story myself. And I found that it is indeed an amazing story. And it's one that I'm sure that Pastor Des could spend weeks are much discussing the subject and the significance of the story of Jacob but there was one thing about the story of Jacob that penetrated me so much that I just couldn't get my get out get it out of my mind and that is when god asked jacob this question what's your name so let me give you some quick background on this jacob who is the son of isaac he was a good man with let's say a history of character flaws and in this story he was in a mess. He was returning to his homeland a fairly wealthy guy. He had a large family and he had a very large herd of animals and he hears that his brother Esau who in his youth Jacob had cheated Esau out of his birthright and his father's blessing. He heard Esau was coming to meet him and Jacob assumes to kill him. So Jacob devises a plan to give his family the best chance to survive, and then that night he crosses the river to be by himself and ponder his next move. Now here is the amazing part. The word says, So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. And as we read on, we learn that it was God himself, who had come in the form of a man no stronger than Jacob to confront him. Well, the thing that's interesting to me is that there was no grand entrance here for God. No thunder. No skies opening up. No voices announcing the Lord of Lords had arrived. He didn't even get a complete sentence here. It said, comma, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. You see, God wasn't making a statement to anyone in the world but to Jacob so he came as a man on equal footing to challenge him to see what he was made of just Jacob all by himself without all the deception and gamesmanship that Jacob had become so good at you see God had big plans for Jacob he had a purpose He had a destiny for him. But he couldn't do anything with him like he was. So he made contact. And in this case, he made physical contact. And God found out what he wanted to know. That Jacob would put up a fight. That he wouldn't run from conflict. He would face up to his own shortcomings. And with God's help, he could overcome them. Well, during the all-night wrestling match, Jacob figured out who he was wrestling with. And at that point, I believe the wrestling was more about Jacob not willing to let God go than anything else. At one point, the word even says, the man man said, let me go. It's almost daylight. And Jacob said, I'll not let you go until you bless me. There's more to this story. But that's when this incredible question arrives. That God would ask each one of us in the midst of our struggles What's your name? Who are you? What do you stand for? Who are you going to trust? Who do you belong to? What is your name? Right then and there, before God blessed Jacob, he changed his name from Jacob to Israel. Israel, which means he who struggles with God. You know, this story takes place in Genesis, way back in the beginning of things. But what a picture of the character of the God we serve. I mean, he knows That you will have struggles. And he intended it that way. He's not afraid to be challenged. He'll embrace you because he wants you to become an overcomer. He wants you to be everything that you can be in your life. So this really had impact on me this week. What's your testimony today? Are you willing to fight with God? to find out who you are? I mean, what an encouraging thing to know that God is willing to wrestle with us so that we can find out who we are and what our purpose is in Him. So we don't need to be afraid of the struggle. We need to understand that God is on our side. And just like Jacob, if we'll hold on If we'll refuse to let him go, our blessing will come. And God will know your name, not just like Bob, and not just like Steve, but he'll know you as an overcomer in Jesus' name.
1: The enemy often tempts us with materialism on one hand and makes us fear we'll lose everything on the other. That's why giving is so important. Stay with us to learn how to trust God with your future. On the bright side, we'll be right back. I love the intense brightness and durability of Nebo Tools flashlights. Listen, my neighbor lost his keys, and I asked if he had checked under the seat of his car. He had. But I handed him my Nebo Tools second generation Slide King flashlight, and I told him to look again. He found the keys. My neighbor was impressed. This flashlight is so bright, I want one of these, he says. So I ordered him Nebo second generation Slide King flashlight. An amazing high power 500 lumen flashlight, chips on board work light, red light, and red hazard flasher. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. Okay, here's a question
0: nobody has ever asked you before. I don't think. What does exercise and giving have in common? Okay, so the other day, (laughs) so the other day while I was in the middle of one of my three times a week workouts, I realized something. I hate exercise. (laughs) Now, that may surprise some of you that uh, know my history and are aware that I've been involved in the exercise industry for most of the last 35 years. But even though I have a wealth of knowledge and experience related to all things exercise, and I've even had a hand in creating a few products that people use in their Daily uh, exercise routines, I had never admitted, not even to myself, that I don't really like to do it. <laughs> However, I do know that it's good for me. And I know it's necessary for my health and my well-being. And I am willing to commit some time and some effort to receive the benefits that come from regular exercise but if I'm totally honest I don't enjoy it. Now I know lots of people that are just like me. They try to convince themselves that they like to exercise. But if you ask them if they ever skipped a workout because something else came up or if they didn't feel particularly energetic one day they did a few less reps on their weights or they reduced the time on the treadmill their answer would almost always be yes. You see we know we need to exercise. And it's good for us. And we will commit to doing it at some level. And consequently, all of us will reap the benefits according to that level of commitment. Now, it just so happens I happen to know a few people who really do love to exercise. Now, how many of you remember a guy named Jack LaLanne? Now, he was a pioneer in the exercise industry, a a true force He had a TV show for many years, and I never met anyone who loved exercise like him. He never stopped talking about it, and he never stopped doing it. He had an amazing physique. One time, just to prove what great shape he was in, he handcuffed his hands and his feet, and he tied himself to 70 rowboats behind him with people in them, and he swam a mile in Long Beach Harbor on his 70th birthday. Now, Jack passed away last year at the age of 97. He worked out the day before he died. He wouldn't have had it any other way. I've met others who were champions of their sport who were the same way. At some point in their early years, they came to actually love their work and the effort it took so much that it elevated them to a world-class performance. So what does all that have to do with our giving You see, when we honor God with our tithes, we're living under God's blessing because of our obedience. Even if we struggle to do it. Even if it's unpleasant for us at times. The word says that to obey is better than sacrifice. The Lord appreciates the act of obedience because it tangibly demonstrates our commitment to Him. So when we tithe... We will see the blessings of God in every area of our life. But as great as that is, as great as that is, it's like the benefit I get from my exercise that I don't even really like to do. It's great, but it would be so much more effective if I loved it. The Word shows us that the greatest benefit of tithing and giving is when we learn to love doing it. The word says, so let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. You see, if we learn to love being a giver, that's when the Lord can develop our potential as a giver. And it's when we can witness the miraculous things the Lord can do for others and for us through our generosity. You know, the enemy always tempts us with materialism on one hand and the fear we'll lose everything we have on the other. That's why tithing and giving are so important. Every time you give, it's an act of faith that things are not the most important things in your life and that you trust God for your future. The word promises us that giving generously always comes back to us. It says, so give generously and do so without a grudging heart. Then because of this, the Lord will bless you in all your works and in everything that you do. So I want to encourage you today in your giving to begin to love to give. Ask the Lord to help you develop your generous spirit. And I promise you something great will happen. In Jesus' name.
1: You have been listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org. Are you looking for a place to promote your products, services, church, or a great advertising vehicle? On the Bright Side is open to a select number of exclusive advertising partners. Get a deeply discounted package with exclusivity, endorsement, and web and social media inclusion. Call today. 847-312-8197 That's 847-312-8197 Or Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org 847-312-8197 Or Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org
2: Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.